Welcome to episode 46 of the Blood to Sheep podcast, where Alana and myself will be discussing and breaking down Critical Role Camping 2 episode 137. Oh boy, we uh, <laughs> we got some stuff. We got some stuff. Now I know Alana, you wanted to, you wanted to say something. You wanted to get a message out <laughs> to the people at the start of this, at the start of this episode. Let's hear it. I I did, and not th- not to jump ahead, but of course. Uh, I just want to, I just want to let people know that uh, last week's episode, when I said that you know I'm not fully on board the Tharazun train, it was a brief momentary lapse of judgment. Uh, and you know these things happen, and I just want people not to judge me too harshly on that because this train has fucking left the station, and I'm back on board the Tharazun bus, guys. This Hell is... yes. Um, yeah. Yep. So just ignore what I said last week. I mean, yep. don't go back and watch it. Just pretend it never happened. Okay. Yep. Momentary lapse of judgment. You know, Let mistakes. Go, mistakes happen. Away. Life is all about admitting your mistakes, knowing when you were wrong. To get and... in early. Yeah. Yeah. There is Dune's <laughs> oh, back, baby. There is Dune's back. Yeah. There is Dune's back. One hundred percent. There is Dune never left. No. Lana just not. felt sad. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what's, you know, doesn't cause sadness is leveling up in Dungeons and Dragons. Yay! That uh, that yeah, evokes that a different cool. emotion, a more joyful emotion, which is pretty I nice. I, it's I find it funny that they, I find it funny that they would have had this pre-recorded. Well, I guess we don't know when they pre-record, but they released it right before the episode. I wish we had a little bit more time to talk and mm-hmm. like theorize about their level ups, but. Still pretty cool. So um, yeah. we do a quick rundown of the level ups because they didn't really do it too much here, and also they haven't right. rested yet, so they don't, they haven't mm. actually taken on any of their new features. I think my uh, kind of... my favorite my favorite level up is 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 Ford just at a, at a at a first glance because of that tough feat. Yeah. My boy almost has two hundred HP. That's pretty. He's a thick boy. Um, he's a thickums. Not- not to forget though what happened to the last party member that took the tough feat, but we won't yeah, well. we won't dwell on that too much. But yeah, so anyway, Ford he took a level in Warlock, so he's yep. now a Warlock twelve, Paladin three. He got the ASI feat uh, thing, so he took tough, and he gets one invocation, which we don't know what he took. Um, so one additional invocation to what he already has. So there's a ton of stuff, and there's also a ton actually that open up when you get to around level fifteen. Which is pretty cool. So, mm. uh, or oh, level twelve. Sorry, I should say level twelve. Um, I think there's some like level twelve specific to, you know, the one with the sword. Whether he is pack oh, of the blade. Okay. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, hex blade. Yeah, like life drinker. When you hit a creature with a, your pack weapon, the creature takes extra necrotic damage. Oh, that's that's pretty basic to be honest. That's not super exciting. Do you like? Do you like? Do you like heal from it or something? Because it's like it's called life drinker. You would think. Oh, oh, you don't. You just, it's just. No. Oh. Yeah. That's a lot yeah. less cool. Yeah, that, that's. A, I was like, I was like, ooh, life drink. I'm gonna read this one. Yeah. Out. Oh, it's pretty tame. It's pretty like oh. it's equal. I should say it's uh damage equal to your. I lost it. Equal to your charisma modifier. So, what's he got? Like a plus five, or is he pl- plus five? Plus so, five, I believe. Oh, that's actually shit. <laughs> that's actually really shitty. And, and then and then monks at the same level get like like some op- where they don't bow doesn't need to like eat or drink anymore. Is that what is that what happened? Yeah. So bow got timeless body, which means oh. uh she 
does not age <laughs> like at oh, all. Wow. Oh, she doesn't show the effects of age. She oh, obviously okay. still ages. She can die of old age. She she still has like a regular human's lifespan, but she will not show the signs of aging at all, which Dang. is kind of a little sad because one of my favorite critical role artists is Alan the Lost, who does like beautiful Bo Yasha in their elder years. Ah, uh, but now it's just like, oh, but Bo's not going to look like Bo's that. not going to, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, um, no. But yeah, she doesn't eat food or water either, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, which doesn't, I guess, really come up too much, but yeah. still ridiculous the thing as a person Mm -hmm. um one of the coolest ones is yasha gets persistent rage so the only way her rage can fail now once activated is if she falls unconscious or if she wills it to so that she's just even more indestructible she's yeah it's she can't go down essentially i mean so ridiculous i mean but she can still wait but she can still wait so how does it work? Down. Even if she still loses all three death saving throws, she's is she that when she's still stuff. dead? I can't remember what happened. So she has rage dream. beyond death and persistent rage. So okay. rage beyond death. When you're raging, having zero hit points doesn't knock you unconscious. You still make death saving throws and suffer the normal effects. However, if you would die due to failing death saving throws, you don't die until your rage ends. So she would. If she gets dropped to zero, she still makes death saving throws. She's yeah. still up. Uh, the own, It doesn't count as falling unconscious. So as long as she's raging, and she she could be at zero hit points as long as she's raging uh, for forever. <laughs> oh, I'm it's... not sure there's an actual time limit to rage, but basically forever. And all Actually, she needs to do, so I mean, cool. If she does take damage while that and she loses her death saves, like she just needs to be healed. She just needs like a little... Is it like... Healing. Like the the instant counter to that, just a sleep spell. Yes. Since she's technically at zero HP. Yeah. One hundred percent, it would be put, sending them unconscious. Would yeah. be the would be the best way. Or yeah, I mean, normally it might be for a barbarian to rage to restrain them so that they lose their rage. Oh no, that's technically mm. attacking them. But then, but then what you do is matter, you make anyway. you make an elf you make an elf barbarian because they can't be put to sleep magically. True. Big brain. Very true. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, incredible. Uh, we have Veth gets slippery mind, which is pretty cool. It's like it's nothing to scoff at, I don't think. Like it's probably the least exciting, but uh, she gets to add her proficiency bonuses to her wisdom saving throws. Uh, so she now has a plus five on whatever her wisdom save is, which I don't know what that is. I think her wisdom is sure. generally pretty low, so it's probably actually good to get that bump. But that's pretty much all she gets uh no improvements to oh veth is already proficient in wisdom adam is saying oh well that sucks ah (laughs) veth gets nothing veth gets nothing uh veth gets some hit points that's a that's a shame um uh and then we have our clerics they get eighth level spells which is pretty exciting so we have things like earthquake we have things like uh What's that other one? <laughs> I said I was going to have these up, and I didn't. Um, they only get four, access to four eighth-level spells. Uh, there's... I'm pretending as if I have them up. I'm getting them up now. <laughs> uh, uh, so anti-magic field, which mm. also wizards have That's access a big one. to. So, yeah, it's essentially like the what... Um, Lucian has, yeah. Die. Yeah, except it's a big old field. It's only a 10-foot sphere. Uh, control weather pretty self-explanatory 
uh, earthquake, you know, shake the ground. You can mm. like knock a bunch of people over, create fissures and holy aura uh, where you, it's kind of like a big, big old bless. So mm. you shed your allies in holy light. They get advantage on saving throws and other creatures have disadvantage on attacks against them. And if they do oh, attack, they're pretty blinded. So yeah, uh, I mean, it's eighth level. It covers it covers a lot of people. I think every one within a thirty foot radius. So that is big. It is obviously the concentration. So it's one that yeah. you might have. And to I feel like they would. I think. Yeah, because it's eighth level. I I think they're better off using Yasha's battle cry instead of burning like an eighth level spell on yeah. Aura. Yeah. I think for the clerics, the eighth level spell. I mean, that wouldn't be terrible to have, um, because it, the advantage of saving throws and the disadvantage on attack rolls is the big thing for that. Yeah, one. Like, that is pretty big. Uh, it makes you it makes your allies that much harder to hit, and if they get hit, there's a chance that it damages the creature. So it's mm. pretty. It's pretty good. It is though, like, yeah, it's tricky to cast. Like if, if you yeah. cast it and you get a second and later but the thing is you're pretty you're all it up so you know mm -hmm. safe. um then we have of course last but not least we have caleb who also gets eight eighth level spells i'm not going to go into all the eighth level spells because they get um much more options yeah. uh he gets to pick two but some that i thought were quite cool and one that i'm really excited and kind of hoping he takes from a fan fictiony point of view oh. um he has he has access now to demiplane Oh, which shit. is uh, you create almost like this little room that you have the access to. You have the you create a doorway to this little room, um, and it stays up for a bit of time, and then it closes. And anything inside and any creature inside remains in that demi plane, and the door disappears. And then oh. you can recreate a door back to it again, or you can make a new demi plane. Uh, my, in my in my mind, I'm like. I just, I just immediately thought of like he puts the collar on Trent and then he puts him in a demi plane. Oh, like, <laughs> doesn't yeah. kill him, but that's kind of locks dark. him away though. Yeah, I could see that. Uh, yeah, I it's very like Zuko. What if that's what if that's what Trent did with Caleb's parents and they're not actually dead? You heard it here first, guys. You heard it that... here first. I feel like cool. the I feel like they're the easier things in a demi plane for traffic. Yeah, people. probably. <laughs> But it does also create, like, they're in a separate plane. So, like, things that would either find people on the plane don't work. It's it's really cool. I like that idea. Um, yeah. Uh, we've got we've got a couple other ones. So, we've got, mm -hmm. like, Control as well. Clone, which is oh. really cool. There's some fun clone talk earlier in the campaign. Maze is pretty funny. It's like banishment, except the person needs to make intelligence checks to get out. <laughs> uh, and Feeble Mind. Feeble Mind oh. is a fun back to the first campaign um mm -hmm. i like people mind a lot i mean it's it's a very it's it's the type of spell that that's you'd only use it in a campaign where you're comfortable with people because it's very much about you know taking that agency away from players but it is a very narratively exciting spell yeah every time you're using campaign one it was oh, beautiful and the theory is of course that trent used it on caleb um oh yeah for his, for his years in the sanatorium so oh. i think it's i hate trent I hate Trent so much. Yeah. Oh, God. What a little shit. Yeah. 
But that's pretty much the rundown. They got a couple of hit points. I don't think, uh, apart from Caleb, Caleb was the only one that got max, uh, but still under 100, unfortunately. Yeah. Stone. Oh, wizards. Um, so squishy. And Laura consistently rolling the worst when it comes to oh. healing or hit points or anything. Like, oh my goodness, I feel so bad. <laughs> I think Matt said this was the two times in a row that she's rolled a two for HP. Yeah. Pretty, pretty yeah. rough. Pretty rough. Uh... But yeah, so that's it. That's the level ups for our lovely Mighty Nine. I'm excited for them to hopefully survive long enough to have a sleep. To yeah, it's, <laughs> how are they? How are they ever gonna get a rest on this place? I don't, I don't, I don't know. like. I want them to get a rest, but I don't want them to to sleep because I'm worried about what that could do to them in this place. Yeah, I'm legitimately worried about them. Even even if they do survive this upcoming encounter and they get a chance to sleep, they don't have the tower. They're going to be in the dome. Like it's yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I am really excited though that this is like an actual an an actual city that they can explore yeah. and stuff. Because I was thinking yeah. it was just going to be you know like a, a, a like a boss in itself, yeah. and, and there it was no exploration to be had. It strangely feels more like a city than Aeor did, crashed in the ground. Mm-hmm. I guess because like it's it's lit well it's not lit up, but like it's it's got the, the denizens, it's got uh not so much destruction around, but then obviously when you look closer it's you know, squishy and gross and people are one. But I, I like it. It feels like they're in a new city. Um yeah. whereas when they're in Aeor it felt like they're in a dungeon. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, re- I really like that aspect. But oh, I I feel like when they were trying to decide where to go, after uh-huh. Lucian or Cree, um, oh, that was like just so stressful of like, which one is it? Matt saying like, not really giving them any help with it. I wonder if like, he kind of always intended them to follow Cree, but I don't, I don't know. What do, you, what do you think about that? The fact that they have managed to follow Creed. Do you think that's the good choice or the bad choice? I think that's the... Mm, tactically, that's the- tactically, that's probably the good choice. Yeah. Um, because Lucian, I think, is, is like on the edge of like a mental break. Yeah. Um, of, of like of like Molly appearing again or something happening, yeah. Uh, so getting rid of Cree just makes it a lot easier to focus on turning Lucian if they if they want to do that. However, yeah. narratively, I wanted to see like a Cree betrayal uh, yeah. on Lucian. I really wanted to see that. So I'm a little. I I'm personally a little sad if if this is Cree's end. Uh, not to jump ahead. Um, mm-hmm. But, <laughs> but 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 ta- kind of- t- tactically tactically it is I, I, it probably is better that they went to the Cree. Uh, yeah, first. I think though there might be underestimating Kree. Not not suggesting that they don't recognize the risk of fighting Cree, but mm. it's shaping up to be a like a one v eight battle potentially. Um, if it does go that way, I think, I think Kree, we can presume is fully well rested, yeah. has all their spell spots, um, potential, like 
able to like cast eighth level spells mm-hmm. um and they and not to say that an eighth level cleric can take on a party of eight but these guys are wasted at this point they are so low on hit points they're so low on yeah, spells pretty um, rough like no, one saw... like one one high eighth level or seventh level damage spell with people oh, failing is like immediately like two or three of them immediately falling unconscious there is this thin corridor just yep. sent firestorm down there yeah. and yeah, yeah, that would be nasty. Uh, I, I, or maybe I she even that. has. Maybe she. Well, the intuit charges take time to activate. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and we don't know actually if she took damage from that or not. So mm. she that might affect her. So she might not set it up. Yeah. Um, they're not as low in spells as we think. Yeah, I, I know that. It's just like they could be better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they could be better on that. They're not at peak. Uh, they're definitely not at peak. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I I'm excited for that. Let's talk about the start of the episode. <laughs> oh yes, yes, we're we're doing a we're doing a reverse thing where we go from the end of the episode and then work our way forward. Um, um, not 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 too much to to note uh, in the beginning parts. Just a, a couple of cute little sheep love moments of trying to yeah. figure out if this was permanent or not, and then Caduceus giving the old bonk. Yeah. Uh, to revert Caleb back was uh, was pretty cute, um, but for me because when I, when I, I initially just thought that Cognosa wasn't going to be like an actual city because in my mind I just pictured it as like this corrupted thing, but the way Matt was describing it was no, it like it looks like a city, it's just yeah. like at certain points it you know drops its facade, it, you know twitches yeah. a little bit. It's like- there is something trying to make it appear as a regular city. Like it's yeah. barely holding it together though. Um, Cause then you, then he mentions like the tentacles, like, dro- like dropping out from underneath it, almost like that's its yeah. true form perhaps. Mm-hmm. And the top side is how it's presenting itself. Um, yes. Yeah. Much like just the like people a... in the city, mm-hmm. they're just presentations of what it should look like. I like the idea of one that the Somnovan can seemingly, inhabit any of these bodies they like but also that there are trapped souls that aren't necessarily in charge like there are the thousands of people yep. that are from the city and as they're killing them they're like you know thank you and like they're showing relief yeah being let go um it's horrifying that <laughs> is horrifying. that is very horrifying because then it because then it's like yes their minds are shattered but there's still enough of them there that recognizes what's happening. But it's weird to think that they still have connection to these bodies. Like, are there other people, other citizen souls inhabiting these bodies? Or are these just husks? I'm thinking they must be inhabiting these bodies. Uh, yeah. Even though they're, as you say, they've kind of lost their minds and they've lost their control. They're just going about the motions. Um, or, you know, sitting scarily in a room by themselves. Uh yeah. Yeah, that they are still in there. They are still souls, essentially. Uh, which, you know, you can find peace. Uh, still, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Awful. The the in, the imagery. Yeah, the imagery of this episode was just the stuff of nightmares. Um, um, I'm all here yeah. for it. The, the yeah, I I love horror. Uh, body horror is like a subset that's like really tricky. Um, yeah. But like I, like I love the thing. I love like. Mm-hmm. Zombies, all that sort of stuff. Uh, 
the the physical stuff didn't bother me too much. It's the screaming I don't like. <laughs> Whenever Matt like opens his mouth wide and starts screaming, yeah, I'm just like, oh, oh that that know. that actually terrified me. Yeah, when he did that. I think it's because he opened his mouth so wide. Yeah, and I like that they mentioned it. Look, they thought it was just going to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me. Um, no, that was that was a lot. Uh. But so well described. Like I've got such a clear visual of this city and mm-hmm. just its general makeup that I'm excited to. See. I guess I'm excited <laughs> to see more. Yeah, but n- now we have to because again, the imagery of this city reminds me of the corruption of the old gods from World of Warcraft. This very you know fleshy uh, theme with you know eyes appearing every now and then. That it's that's very reminiscent of the corruption of the old gods in World of Warcraft. So. What do we think this city is? Is it is it actually is it is the city like a being that just took over, or is this a result of the Somnovum and they did this, or the Somnovum corrupted by something that then made them create this? Let me, let me get my little train conductor hat out here as oh. I bring this theory to you. So we see that the creatures that were created when uh, one of the, some of them, Ira, like, you know, had his meltdown and um, we got essentially these kind of almost like gibbering mouthers, but I think they're homebrewed a bit more, but they're mm-hmm. essentially like gibbering mouthers, uh, the big fleshy beast with mouths and that. The descriptions of pretty much everything Matt was doing was so similar to Oban the Punished that I can't, not make the connections that Thera's doing of yeah. imagine this city suddenly appearing in the astral sea, falling into this psychic storm as Lucian called it, and running in with Thera's Dune. Uh, and he essentially transform I shouldn't say he, I think Thara's Dune is pretty much genderless at this point, but Thara's Dune transforms this city into an entity, into almost like yeah. a punished version of itself. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, and so it's, it's that that's where like the hunger and the insanity kind of comes from mm-hmm. um constantly trying to reach out it might be Thar's Dune's method or a uh, vehicle to get to the material plane um the divine gate's a bit tricky with the astral sea of where it passes through uh and if you can pass through it through the astral sea but this might be its attempt to transverse back to the material plane um because yeah, I I just can't break away from the imagery is just so strong. It's yeah. almost exactly that's a good like that's a good parallel. Constant talk of you know oblivion of mm-hmm. Matt described. I mean, I I freaked out too too easily. I freaked out too easily of him describing the astral scene, saying like remnants of chains like floating through. Oh my! Uh, and and Tom Tom I didn't even know how, I didn't even think of this. Yeah, Tom Rantel talking about because uh, Tamore and Ira. Yeah. We're talking about oblivion. Oblivion must be destroyed, is what Tamore was saying. Um, and then Ira later was talking about uh, one of uh, talking about how like Guardius, I think, was wanting to bring the darkness and bring the oblivion. Oh my god! We are back on the Theris Dune train, everyone. Theris Dune has made its way back into our theories. I, Holy yeah. shit! I I I and. We were never wrong. <laughs> there was a test. Last week was a test. Yeah. See, he was. He was <laughs> um, no, but 100%. I mean, I, I, 
I don't see even even if he's not in the city and is just controlling it from afar and is just trying to get more influence in the world. There mm-hmm. has to be a Tharazun connection. There has to yeah. be some kind yes. of driving force from from them, because we know, like through the Angel of Irons, that you know Trammels need to be not the Trammels, the tram no the Trammels was campaign one. Yes. The uh, Thanes, 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 whatever needed to be broken for them to be released. But who knows? Might have found another way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but what it sounds like, see, this this is. Okay, so with Tamore and Ira, yeah. Tamore and Ira, it sounds like they are aware, kind of, of the insanity that some of the other ones have, yeah, have sort of, you know, gone into, kind of cognizant of it. Yes. So, but here's here's my other thing. <laughs> are are the Somnovum each individuals or were they did they used to be one and the the psychic storm like fractured their mind and they separated into these different emotions because they're they're different names their different names are you know different emotions yeah or if they if if they are if they if they weren't one individual are they just the manifestations of all of the different emotions that the thousands and thousands of people felt when the city vamped here? I like that a lot. I think... Because uh, I, I, have we seen anything in Aeol that when they talk about the Somnova... If they talk about the Somnova, there was a group. I think I think we have too much information mm-hmm. of them being yeah. multiple people before mm-hmm. this happening. Um, like multiple physical people. But I really like that idea of them kind of maybe encompassing all the emotion that the other citizens have mm-hmm. brought forth. Like they've, they've been here for thousands of years. Like, let's yeah. think probably at least 2,000, 3,000 years. Uh, yeah, they they could have, like, fused as these base emotions. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I like so that then- because Leah's saying they said it was nine mages. So then I think it could be I think it could be possible that these these names, Ira, Gaudius, Miramis, might not actually be their real names. It's just all they know because of the emotions they feel. Yeah. Yeah, because that's kind of like leaning into that naming convention of naming a character before they find their potential. Um yeah. which it's like such a it's fine do what yeah. you like but it's yeah. always a little silly i think mm-hmm. um uh yeah but maybe that that could be a really good point um i just i like i like the idea of these i did not expect this i was not yeah i know them to get there and there's some of them to be like obviously fractured but like mm-hmm. in fighting like having almost like a, yeah it's super interesting because it because Matt has done such a beautiful job at making this entire campaign very morally gray. And it's even here. Because we we had just written off the Somnovum to be all, you know, chaotic evil. They only want destruction stuff. But now we're seeing that it seems like some of them are still staying true to what they originally wanted when they were alive. And that is, you know, seeking, you know, the destruction of the gods and forging their own path. 
Yeah. And now it seems like it it feels like Ira still wants that because he was talking or they were talking about creating something from destruction. Yes. Uh, that could have been the destruction of the gods, you know. Obviously that would be yeah. absolutely catastrophic and then whatever happens after the destruction of the gods, they can build, mm. they can rebuild. Yeah, which is playing onto Cad's vision from the Wild Mother of if this city comes back. Yeah. Like that could have been interpreted as the world's gone, but it could have also been like I'm gone. Yeah. Um Yeah, no that's... So it's interesting because while it seems like Tamore and Ira are kind of on the same side because they were both talking about how um Elatus, Luctus, and perhaps Gaudius were wanting to seek Oblivion and to bring yeah. it back. Tamore just it sounded like Tamore just wants to go home. And they they, they want to endure, they want to survive. But Ira also wants to stop Luctus, Elatus, and Gaudius from seeking Oblivion, but Ira also still seeks the destruction of the material world so they can create something new. So it's interesting that there's these different, you know, realms of thought that the Somnovum are having on what they want to do. They just gotta find they gotta find the one that's 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 good. Yeah. Good and, one. But they also talked about destroying their essences. Or like destroying yeah. their so that makes me think like at the they said at the Aether Crux or Aether Crux um mm -hmm. that you could destroy their essence. So what like is yeah. that, I mean there's like some kind of soul jar or some kind of phylactery or some kind of crux of uh yeah. their souls where they have this physical interpretation because we don't know what happened to the city when they physically went there um yeah clearly some kind of clearly a little bit of corruption happened um but what, so what far we you, only hmm. have details of what happens to a mind when it goes there like lucian went could it could it be like i'm just i'm purely spitballing here because i'm trying to figure out like what this essence means like just just throwing out an idea that maybe we can branch then branch off of because i don't think this is correct but like what if in this aether crux because they knew the somnovum knew that the destruction of air was happening because they were able to bamf out mm. uh, they were able to take their segment city out so maybe maybe they had like a cryo chamber where they put their bodies in um for safekeeping until yeah. everything blew over and they were able to then teleport back. But unfortunately, obviously, they encountered a psychic storm and that didn't happen. So may maybe in this Aether Crux is like the chamber where all of their bodies are, but they're like, their physical selves are locked away in this wow. thing, but their minds yeah. are still, you know, free to wander, possibly do the psychic, the psychic stuff or some other type of magic. Kind of similar to like what happens with astral projection, like this yeah. spirit. Yeah. Um, and that could... That could lead into this idea of the, the citizens of the cities of how they still have a soul attached even though it's almost like one entity mm -hmm. like perhaps the citizens didn't have this so they have formed into this one creature yeah. but they still managed to maintain some semblance of their life that they mm -hmm. had um wow. oh, it's, a, it's 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 pretty tricky it's, yeah, we got so much information, but it just kind of had more questions. It was like an episode of Lost. Like, yeah. I, I want to know more. Like, I was, again, I wasn't expecting this infighting. I wasn't expecting to meet members of the Somnova and then, like, hey, we have a quest for you. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah. Oh no. No, I, I, I love I love that idea of potentially allying with members yeah. of the Somnovum. Um just because again, like we were saying before, we had we had just assumed that the Somnovum were pure evil. Yeah. But it's it's cause and and to be fair, we, we still don't know the name of I think wait, so we have we have Ira, Tamore, Elatus, Gaudius, Luctus, and Miramis. That's one, two, three, four, five, six. So there's still three other ones. Yes. That we don't know about. Um. Yeah. So, so we're not sure where their 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 allegiances lie, what they think. So. Yeah, and it's interesting. Like Ira named specific ones, so it's almost like they have suspicions already or they have alliances or uh disagreements already because you're not like who stole this was it you and you uh you don't pick your best friends like you pick the people you most suspect so yeah. it's almost like ira doesn't like uh Ooh, what are they? hold yeah. on miramis and Gladius specifically hold on here's an interesting maybe interesting parallel just like a, a, a cute little literary narrative thing there's nine somnovum how many members of the Cerberus Assembly are there? Eight or nine? Might be eight. I think it might be eight. Let's see how quickly I can check before Adam beats me to it. <laughs> uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Dang. I was going to yeah. say it'd be, it'd be a I fun, know, fun I was, little... I was thinking that. I was thinking little, that. Yeah. It's like weird time travel stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe weird time travel stuff. Or I was gonna say it would be interesting to be like, okay, which member of the Super Assembly did we think matches with, you know, which uh <laughs> which some of them just as a fun little activity. Um all say? of them. Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> um uh... But so we do know that their names, uh thanks to to Leo uh message message us earlier, they're like Latin based and they're different emotions. So we have Ira as wrath slash anger, Tamore, grief, fearful, um, Aladdis, happiness, Gaudius, joy, Luctus, greed. Not sure what Miramis is. Miramis to me sounds like any kind of like mirror, M I R A, is like almost dreamlike. Um, mm. oh, that's me breaking out the very little Latin I know. <laughs> um, yeah mirror and like it's dream and like wonder wonderful mirror um so okay so it could could be like like a visionary almost they see they see the big picture so maybe miramis is the one who's kind of maybe spearheading the uh yeah so Mira can be look a glance, intention, aim, sight, scope, but specifically to Latin, it's like to do with wonder and, uh, yeah, I you know there's so many different fucking interpretations, so many different yeah. interpretations. Probably. But okay, so we have some. We have you know wrath. We have anger, fearfulness, happiness, joy, greed, and wonder. What do we think the other three emotions could potentially be? Not too oh, good with, Lordy. Um, with emotions. Did we say one was like kind of pride, proud? Um, no, that could be one. I of mean, them. if we're looking, if we're looking at like the classic seven deadly sins, pride is kind of like the big one. Um, or it could be like envy, or it could be. Oh yeah. 
I mean, yeah. it could be Envy, any kind yeah. of sensation or any kind of emotion people feel. Ooh, um, Ooh sleepy, yeah. dopey, and sneezy. Oh, yeah. Doc? That could dock? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think oh, of that. So, so, yeah, so maybe like prideful, um, envy, lust. Yeah, any of those good ones. It could be like uh it could be it could be things like yearning it could yeah. be things like yeah. uh you know like want that's kind of like yearning <laughs> um mm -hmm. but any kind of emotion it could be like sensation it could be mm -hmm. yeah i don't know youtube is the sum of amanda 100 <laughs> oh yeah we're currently they don't want us talking with, about it. uh bed with us uh <laughs> attacking us right now oh no um but i i do i do love this this you know dynamic between this this somnobum it's it's super interesting yeah. and definitely not something we expected because now they have like they have two two quests essentially you know one to stop lucian and kree and now two to investigate what the heck these somnobum are, are trying to do because we still don't really know we're, we're getting hints like again we're getting half answers because we're like okay what does the somnobum want to do well, they want to come back to our world and, and you know wreak havoc but now that we're actually talking to some of the somnobum it sounds like some of them are seeking this oblivion whatever that may be whether it's theres dune or the destruction of everything yep. um some of them tamore just want to survive and go back home and maybe try to go back to the way things were so it's it's yeah. it's very interesting that so from from the dreams that we had, it seemed like they were all on a united front. Yes. That they're all you know of the same of the same mind, the same idea. But now that we're actually here, it's you know we realize how how shaky it actually Which is. Which kind of makes it seem as if there's like a singular thing in charge or a singular entity perhaps mm. controlling it. Um, what did you think about them saying they couldn't see the nonagon? Do you think that was like spatially? Or, like, he, they were blind to what Lucian was doing. That is... That is interesting, because immediately that, uh, immediately that made me think that Lucian is up to something. Mm. Luc Lucian, Lucian, I don't think, is fully planning on doing exactly what the Somnobum want. And so he's masking himself somehow... I have no idea how he's he's doing that because I would think that as the Nonagon, the Somnobum would be able to instantly you know ping his location, figure yeah. out where he is, especially if the Somnobum are able to see the rest of the party, yeah. and and Cree because they said they were able to see Cree. Yeah. So, to me, to me that that either feels like Lucian himself is up to something or. Lucian is allying with one or a few of the other Somnovum yeah. who are blinding the others to him to accomplish yeah. what they want. I kind of thought that too, because it's because it seems like the eyes are almost like gifts from an individual Somnova member. Like mm -hmm. that seems to be almost kind of what we can maybe uh, relate to that. So Lucian himself has said that, or has acknowledged that this group is... Uh, unstable and he's called them batty and he's called yeah. them kind of like there, there is some insanity to them 
So the idea that Lucia would just be like, hey, let's just bring it back. He's clearly got a plan. He's He has something that he wants to do. And whether I like that idea of maybe him aligning with some of the Sumnovum um, or maybe just doing something completely different and trying to destroy that that might be too much of a of a shift of if it's like oh he's trying to destroy it i don't think that's the case um Mm -hmm. but i think it's very interesting as you said you would think someone with the eyes would just be able to be seen unless these these creatures are not as powerful in that sense as we thought they might have been so muted from all this time here and have lost their abilities and lost their powers. And that's why they need the Nonagon. That's why mm-hmm. they need this vessel. Um, oh boy. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens with everything. <laughs> me, me too. Me too. Uh, but before we go any further, let's, uh, let's take a breather and look at some, uh, yeah. let's look at some fan art. Let's take a look. See at some fan art starting with the Lana's pick for this week. Let's take a look. Over this wonderful art has been done by at Eldritch Blep. I love that name actually. Eldritch Blep on Twitter. Um, some really gorgeous Cree art. Yeah, this is from a little while ago. Um, but I was just like, I wanted a Cree centric, uh, Cree centric artwork for this one. Um, oh, she's so beautiful. She is. I love. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. The robe with the eyes on it. I just want. Oh to know yeah! Look at that. I didn't even notice. I, I just want to know where she's at. We've not had too I much know. of her, apart from like early on in the season when she wasn't this threat. Uh, she was like you know she was Cree with a lowercase C at this point. Um, <laughs> I just want to know where her head's at. What she's thinking. Mm-hmm. how far into it is she yeah oh my goodness it's, she's she is a, a whole lot of mystery that's why i'm i'm hoping i don't think there's gonna be a f- i don't think kree's gonna fight them at, in, in the next episode maybe she'll throw like a firestorm if she, if she you know or some, something yeah. like that but she's clearly out outnumbered but she also expressed that she wants to kill them doesn't really care about them i don't think she's going to instigate a fight no um because lucian clearly to some extent wants people there and wants like you know don't kill unless you have to unless they get in the way of the plan Mm -hmm. i think the mighty nine are just going to trigger the fight like they're they're not going to let her go they want to Mm -hmm. get to the next room and stop whatever she's set up yeah so unless she submits I think they're going to try to kill her. Oh, um, I don't want her to die, though. There's so much. Yeah. Well, okay, I mean, I guess if they kill her, at least take her head so that they can, you know, speak with her. Oh. Because there's so much, there's so much of Korea that I still want to, want to know about. But I guess yeah. we'll have to see. I really hope she doesn't die. Really hope she doesn't die. Oh, uh, yeah, I just, because, yeah, she's just a cool character. She's got, like, some yeah. cool story, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, awesome. At Eldritch Blip on Twitter. And then my my pick doesn't really have anything to do with, with the episode or anything. It was just a really, really gorgeous Veth slash Caleb art done by at Elartris on Twitter. I just saw this. I was like, wow, this is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's just such a simple little little thing. We have sad, sad Caleb on the left here. And then 
Beth looking proudly in uh, his direction. Oh, wow. I, that's, I love the tattoos on Beth. Yeah. I love how every artist, like, well, obviously inclusive because it is her tattoo, but it's such a cool design. Um, it really is. Halfling ears. Ah, I know. Oh, the button earrings. Yeah, this is like this is like the like the the prettiest Veth that I think I've seen as far as fan art goes. Mm. Um, that's a good looking Caleb too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Caleb's looking real nice. I like the little the little uh chaos crew tattoo on the arm. Chain breakers. Yeah. Chain, chains, it. chain imagery again. Yeah. It just all comes back. Beth is the chaos crew is there is down. They've been infiltrated. I like. I it's that type of thing. Like the things that kind of, um, I don't. I don't want to use the word trigger lightly, but the things that like set me off mm -hmm. when everyone watching Crew to Crawl of like, oh, oh, it's yeah. Dolan Tversky, it's <laughs> chains, it's weave, and mm. that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> those three things good. i'm like i'm like what's this what's happening what now um yeah, <laughs> yeah i i love oh, the link for that uh let me oh uh yeah i'll get it up i'll get it up yeah, yeah. um but anyways uh so we've, we've kind of been bouncing we've kind of been bouncing around uh this episode a little bit <laughs> uh we don't usually do that but you know it happens episode. um but before before we wrap up this this discussion of the episode, I want to talk a little bit about the the combat that we got. Because um, while while it seemed like those things weren't, you know, heavy in the HP department, they packed a punch with their attacks still. Um, yeah, yeah, that was pretty that, ridiculous. That that was like I think I don't know if that fight that I wonder if that fight could have been avoided. In the sense of they probably could have run away, but they clearly needed to yep. explore this area and the, go into that that tower. That's yeah. the entrance to where Cree was. So I think yeah, that fight was unavoidable in the sense unless it, unless it could have been avoided by having a better conversation with Ira. Um, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? But just another kind of thing on their plate of. <laughs> Of, yeah. oh no, let's be at peak when we fight the Tomb Takers, oh no. <laughs> mm -hmm. But it doesn't seem like it might have, I don't think Ira consciously wanted that to happen. I think it might have just been like the emotion that he was feeling like triggered it. Because he wanted the party to help them. So yeah. why why would he, why would they then want to kill, you know, yeah, it's, the potential it's, allies? Like had no control of it it was almost like yeah lost control and this aspect of the city that is hiding itself or um kind of uh m not mirroring itself uh putting on a front lost yeah. control and so we mm -hmm. see what it truly was like these bodies moving in the seat are actually these horrible creatures mm -hmm. um ugh. And everything's connected. That's the creepy thing. Too. Yeah. The fact that the creature can move up the tree and the tree itself oh. is also like a living flesh. Um, what I, what's super cool is I think Cad's decompose. The fact oh, that yeah. he could touch part of the city and it was taking. Mm -hmm. He could. That's a cantrip for him. He could just walk and like 
cast decompose as he goes and maybe try yeah. to weaken some parts of the city. But I guess, as we learned, the city is massive. Yeah. Um, it's bigger than they expected. It would definitely take a, take a lot of walking around. Fully, uh, yeah. Compose. Eight level decompose. <laughs> <laughs> the entire yeah. city. Can't um, at a high level. But what... <laughs> What was, what was, uh, what was funny that I, that I thought was going to be like a gag when, uh, when Bo sort of lost her mind for a second there and attacked Yasha, uh, due to something, I thought, you know, Travis was going to be like, she's changed. And, and, and Beth, Beth kind of did do that. It's like, uh, killer. She's, she's oh. not on our side anymore. Was pretty funny. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Confusion is such a fun yeah. mechanic in fighting. Um, no, that 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 was a good little fight. It was good to have a little bit of combat. Um, I think when I watched it after it was live, and so when I got in, I'm like, oh, this is a three-hour episode. Either it's going to be like a lot of setup, or it's going to be really bad. Um, yeah. And yeah. So when they went to the fight, they went to the break just before the fight started. I was just like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh oh. Like, did people die? Um, mm -hmm. I was really, I was really nervous, but. No, it was just kind of a short episode in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and it kind of makes sense too, because I think Matt wants, you know, the Kree thing to be its own. Don't want to jump. You know, yeah. And thing. I think he said like he needed to build this battle map because yeah. perhaps he didn't expect them to go this way. Um, which yeah. It's also interesting. Uh, I just think, I mean, I want to talk about it just quickly too, before yeah. we finish up. And I know everyone's kind of talking about it, but he did say, when talking about the body horror, he's like, I know it's body horror heavy as we enter the final arc of this story. Now, I think we could talk about this forever of like what it could yeah. be. At base level, Holy, it means yeah. the final arc. But let's, let's spin this. Yeah, let's, 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 let's not give up hope. Let's not give up hope yet. I, I, I had the same thought. I was like, no. Please don't be hard confirming that this this is the last story arc of this campaign. Um, yeah. Some people in Discord reassured me that we think that Matt like misspoke kind of, and he he more meant that this is the final oh. like stretch of this the chapter. Final of this story, story of this arc. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I I can kind of see that too because I just. I know that the other, the plot, not the plot holes, the loose threads that we still have, like Ukatoa, Zebra's Assembly, Cobalt Soul, all that, they could be wrapped up quickly if they do survive the city and everything. But I don't think it'd be, one, I don't think it'd be fair to Caleb's backstory if the Cerberus Assembly arc was wrapped up quickly, if this whole stolen beacon storyline with Essex was wrapped up quickly. Um I, I think it needs time. I think it needs its own thing. Um, and Agreed, who's yeah. to say the campaign needs to end with a big bad? I know that's kind of cinematic yeah. and narrative, mm -hmm. but this could be the big fight and then it's a very quiet end. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. I, and I, 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 I guess quiet in the sense that there's not like a world ending threat. Yeah. Yeah. They can still be combat and they can still be danger yeah. and they can still be intrigue. It's just not you know, Vecna or Somnovum. It's one on one, uh well not one on one, yeah. but it's like Trent the Trent issue. Um uh, yeah, I <laughs> 
Yeah. I don't want it to be. I could see it being it. I don't want it to be. And I'm going to try and stay positive that it's not the yes. final arc. Um, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll I'm, see. I'm definitely, I'm definitely on, on that train. Um, and then one, one final thing that I have uh, before we, before we wrap up. Um, so now that we know that there are inhabitants kind of in this city, do you think we might actually like come across Yusa? Maybe. Oh, it's so interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Because Yusa came in as their astral projected self. Yeah. So it would have been his his soul, his mind, and his soul. I don't know. From what and we like... know from Lucian, is Lucian got shattered. Lucian broke, mm-hmm. and whether that's Lucian shattered because of Somnovan picked them as excuse me, pick them as the nonagon. Maybe that's what caused it to happen. It's like, we're going to make you the nonagon. If you're worthy, you'll put yourself back together again. Something like that. Mm-hmm. We don't know if Yusa has been shattered or if Yusa is still in the city somehow, having lost their mm-hmm. mind or has been assimilated or is just, you know, casually wandering around. Yeah. We don't even know if Yusa... Oh, wait, no, we do know Yusa. Yes, because we heard the screams. So probably assimilated. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's kind of yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I don't I don't expect you to be like walking around like going for a morning stroll. Um, he's probably crazy. yeah, he's probably just a part of the hive mind now, part of so the, the fractured emotions. Tricky. I I feel like that's too much of a setup with Yusa for them to just die. Like yeah. if they destroy the city for Yusa to just be gone, I think there's definitely going to be some way to save. Yeah, Yusa. I, I think it'd be cool if there was some way to save the city. To like I f- uncorrupt the city, yeah. save the people, yeah. mm-hmm. and then have Aor as like this. We talked about it before of like having some survivors of Aor yep. go back into Exandria. It'd be cool if like this aspect of the city did actually return and we got, I, you know, yeah. this is up north. I, I, I could see that because it could just be like, you know, like a parasite that's inhabiting, you know, the city. Mm. Because Matt yeah. was saying that parts of the city are still, you know, there. Yeah. There was like metallic bits that they were coming across that were were metal, that weren't you know fully fully changed yeah. yet. So, yeah, I I feel I feel like knowing Matt, he would probably set up a way or have some chain of events to happen that would yeah. potentially save the city. I would really like to see that happen. That'd be super cool. I think, I think that'd be cool. I think it's probably like maybe a viewpoint that hasn't been thought about much of mm-hmm. you know save the city rather than just destroying it. And that that would also then mean potentially some of the Somnovum that they may ally with maybe they could potentially save those members of the Somnovum if if you know that could happen but yeah that's actually oh oh there's layers there are layers to this i'm i'm excited i think it's been a lot of build up to get to this point i'm excited that we're finally here like aor has been a crush yeah. Um, all of ice across and then aor mm-hmm. and that little mini exp- ex- um excursion to the plane of fire and nicodrums yeah. it's been a crush yeah. so it feels almost like a relief to be to the city even though it's not um, yeah i definitely feel that yeah so i'm excited to see where it goes i can't wait for kree i'm probably I know. gonna be able to watch live again next week and I'm oh just no like, oh, i want to see what happens so badly yeah. And I know, I know, I know we're, we're pushed for time, but yeah, real quick, what do we think about Kree having, Kree having eyes? Because before we were kind of just like, does she have eyes? Does she not have eyes? So now we know that she's probably read the book, which, yeah. which makes sense. 
but then that she also might be on track to become the Nanagon herself, potentially. Mm. Which would then lend to her betrayal if that ever happens. Two eyes glow, but we don't know if that's confirmation that she only has two eyes. It could have been yeah. her activating like Caleb, Bo, and then they activated. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's exciting. Like I said, Cree is just so interesting. I <laughs> know. I'm, if, if there's if there's one thing that I want from next episode, it's that Cree doesn't die. Yeah. I think I think I that's think so. that's the one thing that I want. I think so too. Um, Which is funny yeah. because in previous episodes we were like, kill Kree, kill get rid Kree. of her, she's too powerful. Um, Kree goes first, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now, no, now that's really cool. Yeah. But if we don't have any other uh, thoughts, feelings, emotions, I mean, fear, fear is a pretty, a pretty fear, strong emotion fear, from this one. Um, I suppose like happiness that Thara's Dune is back in our lives. Yes, um, yes. Tri a triumphant return. Exactly. to our yeah. to our theories i'm definitely definitely excited to be back on the theris dune train i mean we we always knew that that exactly. it was gonna be it was gonna be a thing yeah. your mean, comment last tried. week your comment la last week was to was to do away with the with the weak links of of the exactly. of the theris dune believers it was to get rid of them um but now exactly. we're back yeah. now we're back i'm so excited um yeah so yeah, I guess with all that being said, we can go ahead and call this one a wrap. As always, thank you all so very much for joining us for this discussion. Those who are watching live, thank you so much for participating and, and hanging out with us. Um, to everyone who's gonna be watching this on the YouTube upload or on Spotify or Anchor, thank you so much for showing your support and for uh, listening along with us on this crazy journey, the final arc of the story, according oh, to Matt. <laughs> um, but again, don't forget to love each other, but most importantly, don't forget to love yourself. That is the most important. And as always, of course, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your morning, day, evening, wherever you may be on this glorious earth. And we will see you all very soon. Bye, everyone. <laughs>